ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is yours truly, Mr. Oh, my <laughs> Oh, hey, note the show. I cut my own hair this time. Hey, look, <laughs> man. <laughs> Make yeah. it do what it do. Hey, man, it's Mr. Fungadella Jones here. <laughs> and it's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti. And you like my car? I'm in my Ferrari. You like it? Nah. <laughs> uh, nah. This man, pulled, this man pulled up with a damn Ferrari. 50 First, cent. Then you had Eddie Guerrero. Uh -huh. Now you got the damn Ferrari. Uh huh. What's next? next? You, you go. Y'all gonna have to tune in to see what's next, man. Every week is something new. Every week hey, we bring us something I put, new. I put it like this: If you pull up with a goddamn plane, I'm gonna walk over the set. I'm gonna like, I'm like, hey, nope, nope. Hey, man, anything is possible with Black Friday. Uh, basement Friday, man. Anything is possible. Might even have a Bugatti, you know. Might Yo, bring a Porsche. Y'all gonna see my man with the Dubai background or something okay. like. <laughs> skirt, skirt on the beach. I'm be looking like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? Hey, they should have never let me get Zoom backgrounds, man. It's over. It's over. Lord have mercy. But now nah, let's get into our five-minute rant. So what you got going on? Oh, I'm glad you let me go first. Uh-oh. This security company I work for, you're fine. Uh -huh. <laughs> the supervisors, <laughs> you're getting out of here. Like baseball. Ah, strike them out. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Right. Help me understand. <laughs> Please. All you got to do. I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about me. I do security at a cannabis shop. <laughs> look yep. at everybody. Look, I know everybody probably looking like, well, damn, you do at a cannabis shop. I've been there for a year. No problems. You know, you deal with the bums, the drunks, the crackheads. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all I got to worry about. <laughs> but I can't even have days off. Because my other guards, Always get fired. <laughs> Always get fired. This dude recently that got fired was sleeping on the job. Sleeping on the job. They got dude on. They got dude on camera just. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what in the world? I've been working 13 days. I'm working 13 days straight. My knees <laughs> hurt. My legs hurt. That overtime gonna look a little good, but hey. For real, for real, forget that. Hey, look. <laughs> I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm laughing because all I'm picturing you doing is just crawling to work. I'm here, boss. I'm right. here. I'm mean, legit just be crying like, man, look, dog. This hurt. It's on the knees. Like, <laughs> we came like, to make some G's. I'm telling you, bro. I'll be that joke like, what day is this? <laughs> <laughs> How many days I got left? <laughs> Five? Ah, I got made through this whole week. I'm gonna tell you like this though. What's that? The new guy that's starting on Friday. Uh huh. He doing everything. Uh oh. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Hey, look, you you gotta really think about this because is this a job or is this a gauntlet match? Because the way they got you working, they just be like, "Don't worry about it. He'll take care of it." Somebody else got time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He'll take care of it. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Do you think he's working? Yeah, we'll find somebody in like three months for you. All right. Oh, no. 
But that's enough about my struggles. What you got going on? Man, you know, I ain't really got struggles this week. You know, usually tired. I ain't really got too much going on, but I I, I got to tell you, man, I got a uh, what I told you last week about the whole uh background zoom thing with the Alan Iverson. I talked yeah. to the guy, we all good. You know, basically we got another interview and I get an email and he tells me, hey, we want the Alan Iverson background. And I was like, what? Ow. What? You, you liked it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. hey. Hey, you need to put up with the Kobe joke, though. <laughs> hey, look, man, I, I, I'm sitting there in the in the uh, I'm sitting there in a meeting, thinking that they looking at they like, why is this guy here with the eyes of the background? I come to find out they loved it. You know, uh, it was a laugh in the office, so they wanted to see it back. Yes, sir, you got it. Hey, Mike got put up with Larry Bird. <laughs> hey, look, man. Hey, look. I, I pull up with whoever they want me to pull up with. They're like, yeah, you, you know, we used to like D Rose before after he got hurt. I'm like, which one? The good <laughs> knees or the bad knees? You want good knees or bad knees? <laughs> you want 2011 or the situation that's going on right now? Exactly. Other than that, we good. <laughs> All right, we good. Nah, but that's 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 enough for me, man. Let's get into our podcast. So today, we're going to finish up with our girl B Simone. Now, I know many of you have seen the interview. Many of you have seen what's going around the internet. Recently, she's done an apology video which she talked about the book, the situation, everything surrounding it. And if you've seen the video, she basically doesn't really take accountability. She says it was all on her team. Things got messed up. You know, the communication wasn't that great, lost in translation and the internet ever since she just ever since she just started this whole i'm a boss no ceo uh no nine to five guys for me only ceo the internet has not gotten off her neck and they continue to still be at her neck so i want to know first from you what's your thoughts on the video first what you all, got to say when I seen that video, I thought that video was a bunch of bull. <laughs> mm, right, right. Cause let me tell you like this. No one goes on camera and say, My team dropped the ball. That's mm. basically you trying to say, hey, look, they messed up. You trying to say, I'm gonna take accountability, but they messed up. Right. Uh, it's my name on the line, but they messed up. Understand this, B Simone. You said you put your trust in these teams. You try to sit there and tell me. So basically, you didn't write this book. <laughs> That's basically what you're telling us. It's like, I had nothing to do with this book. All I did was stick my name on this joint. I let the team right here handle it for me. No. That's why I don't believe this apology. She's just mad that she got caught scamming. That's what that is. 100%. That's my, that's, that's my view, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I mean, this whole situation, I looked at it. And this is a situation of where you don't want to take the good with the bad. Everybody wants to be a boss. Everybody wants to call themselves CEO, but they don't want to deal with the problems that come with it. CEO, Miss B. Simone, Miss Boss, Miss Entrepreneur, Lady Boss, whatever you choose to call yourself, you got to deal with the consequences. 
It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't sit here and say, oh, I'm the boss, but my team dropped the ball. And someone uploaded an Instagram video where she was first showing the book and how it was looking unpresentable right then and there. She was like, this is all me. This is all my product. You can't say it's all you. And then when things go bad, say it's all somebody else. If you're a boss and you're a CEO, here's what here's what gets me about this. If you're truly a boss, you're truly a CEO, you do know that the boss, the CEO, the person whose name going on the cover, whose name going all inside the book, is the last person who sees the book, who reviews the book. If I'm a boss, if I'm a CEO and I'm writing a book, I am thorough with whatever I put out. I'm looking at the front, middle, back. I'm looking who, who, what company I'm doing this with, who's the charger company, what hours are we putting in. I'm looking at everything. So there's no excuse. No excuse. My style of doing things, hands on. I'm just like him. I'm hands on. Right. I want to know everything. Just like I said, just like I said the job, when things go wrong, because I know it's my job, I can do that too. When problems go on, they try to like sweep up. No, I want to know everything. If it's if I'm paying for something, I want to know everything. If it's about my money, I want to know everything. So if I'm writing a book, if I'm putting this book, if I'm sticking my name out on this book, I need to know what's in this book, the front, the table of contents, the conclusion in the back. <laughs> I need to know everything in this book before we roll this joint out. Not right. just like, yeah, yeah, I trust y'all. I trust y'all. Hell to the no. Not saying I don't trust people, but let's be real. Because if things like this happen, then you just sitting there looking like, like her, like her basically saying, my team dropped the ball. So now you're trying to blame your team for plagiarizing. <laughs> so you, so you like, I, I, I had nothing to do with that. I don't, they researched it. I didn't do nothing about it. No. Who name is on the book? Your publishing company or your whoever this team you hire, they're not, they're not gonna take they they're gonna take minimum fall. Yeah. You're gonna take a lot of blame for it. Understand that. And you Mr. Influencer. <laughs> and you sitting up here, you're like, oh, I take full responsibility. It's all on me. And a lot of people made some good points. A lot of people were basically saying they didn't feel like it was sincere. They didn't feel like it was real. They feel like she was just saying that to get out of the way. When you're the boss, you're the CEO, not only do you have to be thorough and be hands-on, your reputation's on the line. Reputation is everything in business. Reputation is everything in life in general. So for you to sit here and say, oh, that's my publisher, that's this person, that's that person, you're not showing accountability. That's what it's all about, accountable. Be accountable for your actions. When you're the boss, when you're CEO, everybody under you, if they do something that's at fault, guess what? It's your fault because you're at the top of the pyramid. You're the top. You're the leader. You're the captain. You have to take responsibility for every wrong that happens in the company. Like, let's say the situation where, um, what happened, like some company, right? Let's say you have a sports drink company, maybe Gatorade. Mm -hmm. Let's say the drinks come up spoiled, they come up messed up. Everybody's at the company's neck, the CEO's neck. Why? Because he's in charge of the company. He's at the top of the tunnel pole. So it's his fault. Even though it's not his personal fault, 
he has to say, guys, we're going to fix this. I'm going to fix this. That's how so, it is. I don't understand how, like I said, she's always like trying to like scurry away from everything. Because let's be real. You can't dodge this bullet. Just like right. how the just how Wendy's put out that PR, the, like Wendy's PR put out that oh, we giving Trump four hundred million. Mm-hmm. Then then you can then then Wendy's gonna sit there and be like, well our PR team did that. No, the the CEO of Wendy's is gonna take the fall for it. Mm-hmm. If if Steve Jobs rest in peace, Steve Jobs. If if the Apple phone of all of them were dysfunctional, he ain't gonna be like, well the manufacturing company. No, they're gonna yeah. look at him first. Why? Because he's the CEO of Apple. <laughs> yeah, they're going to so, look at Tim Cook now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoever's in charge, they're going to look at him first. Mm-hmm. Same thing. A rapper don't make no difference. If a rapper album flop, <laughs> they're not going to... Well, you know, my production wasn't all that great. And so, all right, but at the end of the day, you still rapped over it. You right. still rapped over them whack beats. So guess what? Your album flopped. That's all on you. Mm-hmm. You could have re- you were supposed to review it before you put it out. I'm not, you're not gonna just be like, oh, this track sounds good. Next, no, right. you got to review. That's why her her apology it sounds like a bunch of bull to me. <laughs> Man, all I'm gonna say is at the end of the day, once again, you gotta take the good with the bad. If you really want BCEO, you have to take everything that comes with it, and that includes the bad. You gotta weather through the storm, and hopefully, she can clear up her name. She can take everything down. Like that's what she said she did. She stopped the books, take everything down, hide away for a while. This is some advice: hide away for a while and rebrand yourself, rebuild yourself on honesty, because that's what it's all about. Like she got enough money. I'm sure she got the money between her Instagram, between this whack ass book, between <laughs> uh, between a while and no. I'm sure right. she got enough money to okay leave the leave the social media like go be behind the scenes and build a business. I'm sure she got enough money to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, who would want to work with her? I don't know. But Rep- reputation is everything. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But hey. <laughs> What do I know? I'm just the man on the podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, so what we're going to get to next is the J. Cole no-name situation. If you heard both of their songs, it's been a one-two back and forth going on. So I know you said that you really haven't heard the song yet. No, I didn't really listen to – I ain't really listened to neither one of them. i just been trying to keep up. With the, I, like I said, I, I've been focusing on other stuff, but because I seen on Twitter what I I kind of got a gist of what the songs were because I seen what people were talking about on Twitter. They were just like, "Oh, he he kind of going back and forth. He trying to bash his, this girl right here." I'm just like, "All right, this seems like it's a pain, but I'm gonna let you go and I'm I'm gonna piggyback off your perspective on this situation here." <laughs> Yeah, so basically what happened, uh, J. Cole released a song called Snow in the Bluff. And in this song, yeah. he was basically talking about, okay, this is me. I don't really see myself as a leader, but this one girl or this one person, he didn't really say the name until after he got backlash. He was just saying, okay, how are you 
you know, saying that we need to do this and we need to do that, but you're kind of uh, not really giving people credit who should be having credit in, in the movement. And I want to learn how to do better. Tell me how I can do my part. And he called the queen and stuff like that. And when he got the backlash, he basically said to whomever it was about, and then under the same tweet, he said, follow no name. So people basically confirmed that he was talking about no name. And after that, no name dropped her song called 33, where she was basically saying, okay, you're talking about me, but there's so much going on around here that the fact that you paying attention to me shows that you're not on your game. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And that was it. And she also tweeted recently that I'm sorry that I took away from what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish, that the song served as a distraction. And a lot of people supported her. It was like, no, you're fine. We're not distracted. We know what's going on. But you have to talk, talk about misogyny because that's what a lot of people were uh, canceling J. Cole for. They were saying he was misogynist and this and that and digging up all lyrics. So this situation was a quick, you know, quick little battle, but you know, I don't know. Now, for J. Cole, like, here's what J. Cole got to understand. And I seen Charlemagne talk about this on, on, on a podcast. They saying that J. Cole's trying to say, like, like, J. Cole, he's an activist. Whether he likes it or not, whether he don't think he's an activist, J. Cole, you're an activist. Kendrick Lamar is an activist. Okay? I like I've seen people bash both of them was like, oh, none of you got none of them said nothing. None of them, none of them ain't been saying nothing. This man J. Cole protested in 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 Charlottesville, in in Fayetteville. He was in the street in his neighborhood protesting. I granted he didn't get up on the mic and say nothing, but he was there. He was on the front line. So he 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 got he's an activist whether he likes it or not. And for no name, first of all, I don't even know who this girl is. Number one, she must be brand new. But for her to try and say it's other stuff going on, we all know that. All right, we all know that. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to understand. It's like. I'm trying to understand her point of view. I'm trying to understand. I'm not trying to like try to say, "Oh, I'm gonna sign with J. Cole." I'm just trying to understand like what was her. Why was what was the point of her putting out a response though? That's what I want to know. Uh, no name is from Chicago. She runs in the same circle as Chance the Rapper, who okay. said son to J. Cole was like giving him an L or whatever, and. She's had her own issues in the past with white people attending her concerts and very pro-black. And I know she has a book club out where she shares books and she reads with people. So the situation didn't last long enough to really have a consensus about it. Didn't really last long enough for anybody to get distracted per se. But this whole issue, in a sense, in an ironic sense, shows people how quickly people can be distracted. It's like we're fighting for equality, we're fighting for justice, we're fighting for freedom, but quick, let's do a rap battle. So it's like her apologizing is like, hey, 
let's stay focused, let's stay on the right track, let's get back to what we were trying to do before. It's kind of like, all right, guys, we settled it, squashed it, all under the bridge. Now let's get back to business. And I think, you know, it'll be a moment in hip hop history, but after, I mean, after that, who knows? I don't, I don't think it's going to be a moment in hip hop history. I, like, this is something that's just like, it, it, it came and it's definitely going to go because it's just like, understand this when it comes to like, when it comes to racial equality, when it comes to these protesters, people, like, I, I realize people get upset when they be like, well, why this person, like, why Beyonce not on the front line? Why you'll call it me your favorite rapper? J. Cole, he supposed to be your, Drake and like, Drake ain't, I ain't see Drake out there. I ain't see Drake nowhere near protest. But you know, I see Slim from, I see Slim from Star Wars. I see Michael B. Jordan out there. This can potentially end their careers. Cause people are like, oh, you know, Hollywood is white. So they might be like, oh, I don't wanna work with y'all no more. Y'all with that Black Lives Matter nonsense. So other people understand that it's just, it's, when it comes to these protesters, not everybody's on the front line. Not everybody is. Some people are are taking action in other directions. Just because they, you don't see them out there don't mean they're not doing nothing. Now, granted, some of them aren't doing, or some of them literally aren't doing anything. They're just sitting back like, damn, that's a damn shame. Are you going <laughs> right. to protest? Nah, I ain't going to protest, though. That's a damn shame. It won't happen. But. Y'all trading shots back and forth. Like the man said, like, he's saying, like, look, I want to learn more. I, what does he want to learn more? I have no clue, personally. I have no clue what he's trying to learn. She comes back and goes, it's like, you going at me, it's bigger issues. It's like, what are y'all beefing about? Like, this is this is just, I'm going to take shots at you, you taking shots at him. Why? Like, I, I'm confused on the whole situation. It's just like, he talking about one thing, you coming back at him, they trying to cancel J. Cole, they signed with her. I'm all four ladies, best in believe, but this whole situation to me is just like, okay, guys, <laughs> what's the real issue between y'all two? I never thought I'd see J. Cole get canceled. I didn't either, personally. <laughs> I thought J. Cole was like, everybody's like, like, G, like, out of the new school rappers, you would think, like, yo, J. Cole gonna come and save us. He gonna get us. Now they looking like, J. Cole, you can't answer, bro. You're done. I bet you J. Cole put an album out, people gonna buy that junk, though. Right. I guess, like, at the end of all of this, we could just say, like, nobody's safe from cancel culture at all. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, this, this, this is just confusing to me. This is not like a real. This is it's not really a real issue right now. It's just literally like people people reading too much. It's like people reading too much and trying to make something out of it. They trying to make this bigger than what it is. Like oh, like oh, Jayco, you cancel you because you ain't do this. You it's like relax, take a step back. Right. Take a step. <laughs> so basically, all of this is just like nonsense what it is and what this can do is help us segue into our next topic which is about the young lady who got raped and killed she was a black lights protester and i'm i can't think of her name uh i think it's oyun if i'm pronouncing it correctly 
but it was an African name. Yeah, and yeah. she passed yeah. away. Fortunately, she passed away. She was very profound in the Black Lives Matter movement. And this is called a stir online. And some people were calling it a gender war. You have other people, you know, lashing out on black men, uh, saying that we're not for our black women, we abandon them, things like that. And going back on the comment where someone was saying, okay, this is a race war, because not a race war, but a gender war, saying that this is constructed to separate us from sticking together. So I want to get your opinion on what you've seen so far. Understand this, guys. When it comes to protecting black women, we need to do a better job, fellas. I understand, like, you know, we all aren't perfect, right? We all aren't perfect. We all make mistakes. Just like they say, just like they say, you you like you always hear you always hear people say like oh black men don't protect black females it's black females that don't protect black men a hundred percent it goes it goes full circle but when you look at the, when you look at that girl situation even if you look at a video that I that I posted on on Instagram like a couple of days ago you see that you see that the dude the dude approaching a female he gonna hit her. Do you see what happened in DC? They threw they threw the black girl in the dumpster. I'm sitting there looking, I'm asking myself, I'm like, this new generation is different. All right. Mm. Y'all different. Y'all do treat black females like trash. I don't know why. Like, I wasn't raised to hit a female. I I don't know who where did this trend come into play? I don't know about this. Right. You know what I mean? Now, granted, told my ladies. Some of y'all be trying to pull that that switcheroo too, where it's just like you want be you want to be on the same level, but then when something happens, you just be like you want to say like, oh, you want to be on the equal platform as a guy, but when something happens now is, oh oh, I'm a female, like I'm, I'm female, you can't. It's like, but you want to be up here, but when something happens now, you trying to say, no, I'm I'm back in my role. So you gotta also pick. You gotta pick too. You can't be. When some when something happened now you want you want to switch roles again. Like I'm I'm all for I'm all for like a black a black female president. I'm all for like black ladies running the world. We all know black ladies are the backbone of a black home. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We all understand that. But to to my fellas, understand this. We, we got to do better protecting our ladies, though. Yeah. Like, we got to. Because it, it's... We already get a bad reputation. It's already hard for people like myself, people like my man Aaron. Like, it's, it's hard to even get in relationships sometimes with Black females because, again, mm-hmm. that image that's painted about the, the dudes in this generation, the dudes these days, all dudes is where all, all dudes treat. Again, you got people like myself, people like my man Aaron. We all about yo, open the door for the girl. Trying to take it, trying to take her out. Ask her how her day was. Mm-hmm. Nah. They think we they think we come with all term we they come think we come with other motives. We got other hidden agendas. Nah. 
ain't about that. And that all comes from her past. Right? I'm not going to preach too heavy. I'm going to let you get, get your word in and know. Let you get your word in them. I ain't gonna preach too heavy. I think uh, with this issue that we have going on, it's definitely unfortunate. And my condolences to her, her family, and her friends for what's going on. And the overall issue that we know is, like you said, black men have to do more protecting of our women. This like I said before, with a lot of other topics, it's an onion topic because it has so many different layers. We could get so deep, but for now, we really want to keep it concise. The fact that so quickly, the switch can be turned from as Black people, we're all in this together to the Black man is the enemy shows you that we have not changed as a people we have not changed as far as making a difference because sitting here and analyzing what's going on is very unfortunate, but we can't paint a broad picture. And I'm seeing what's going on online and I understand women's frustration. And it goes back to the saying of women being emotional and men being more logical. That's what I've seen in the back and forth conversations online where when men, you know, get upset, they may, you know, get emotional too. We have the same emotions women might get emotional, but we tend to catch ourselves more. But with women, they're more of a bull in a china shop where they don't care if they're aiming at, they're just aiming at anybody. And if you uh, really think about it, women, when it comes to certain emotions, they're not really mad at every black man. You know, they're not upset at every black man out there. They're not taking it out on every black man, but they just want to make a point known that, hey, we don't feel supported. And there are women out there who understand that, who are willing to tell you ways of how to support them. And there are other women who just don't care because at the end of the day, what you see a lot going on in the black community is you have men who are who are uh, raised out of misogyny, and you have women who are raised out of misandry. And what that basically means on equal parts is men who hate women and women who hate men. That's basically what you have on both sides. And we cannot have that, especially as black people. We cannot have that. See, I'm glad you brought up the, the supporting black females thing because I realize that a lot of guys they don't support black females. Right? I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Understand this: like having a black female in your corner, it shapes your mind. It makes you work different. Like if it, it makes if you if, if if you don't got a girl in your corner, period, that's not making you think different. That's the wrong girl in your corner. But most mm-hmm. black girl like. And this and this goes and this definitely this goes back to this goes back to what I said last week too, where it's just like but you you got men that will bring females up, but females won't bring men up. Like we're we're held to this standard right here already. Like if he don't have all these things, I'm not gonna like if I got this and he down here, I, I I'm not bringing him with me. 
he he he's beneath my feet. So that's one thing we gotta fix too, ladies. But understand this: we want to see y'all win. I yeah. can't speak for every dude, but some dudes don't. Right? I may not be a big Beyonce fan. Oh, Beyonce out here doing her thing. I see Rihanna killing it with the Fendi line. Ladies loving that. I want to see her win. You know, I I, I got I got black I got black shorty at the job. You know, I want to see her win. Whatever it is that she decided to do, she ran track. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever she decided to do. I know me, like I said, I know me and her. You know, we joke about it, but I'm dead serious when I say I'm gonna open my own dispensary. She want to be the co-owner. I will put you in that spot. I will bring you up and put you in that spot. Real talk. I want to. I want to see you win. Like I want to see my mama win, my sister win. Whatever my sister decided to do in life. Like I'm here. I got a little cousin. Most some females. Whatever y'all decide to do, I want to see y'all win. I'm not going. Oh, you need to do this. No. You, you do what you got to do. Now, fellas, that's the type of energy that we need right here. I see a lot of females talk about it online. They're just like, well, men do this. Like, when we when we start, I've been talking about unified ever since the, these protests have been going, but when we start being unified, when we start really, really protecting these black females, all right? And I'm talking about protecting them from other races. I'm talking about protecting them within our own community. You see a brother doing a female bag, just step to him and be like, yo, you got a good woman at home, bro. What you doing? What, what, what you doing, bro? You got a good woman at home. You see, you see a girl at the job, she on her way to partner status? All four, man. Like, dang, right. bring her some flowers. Bring her some some if whatever she like, do that. Show like show appreciation, bro. I, I think, know we you know, we having a sermon over here, but mm-hmm. this is a heavy topic. <laughs> I think uh, on both parts we have to you know, like when it comes to women and things like that. I know they have a valid point, but we have to remember not to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Yeah. And men, this has gone on long enough, basically in the instance of women where they do have a very valid point in saying black women are the most disrespected people out here. They're very disrespected. And it's just not fair in their sense to constantly support people who don't really support them. Because I see it all the time. You have black men, you know, putting them down constantly all different ways and they have a point in saying you can like when it comes to dating you can like who you like but you don't have to uh put down black women and that's just something that's not right so as far as dating i will agree with you on the fact that there's no love like a love from a black woman and in that sense we can't like I said before, we can't throw the baby out the bathwater. It's about, you know, finding, it's about finding a common ground and saying, okay, I understand 
that not all men are bad, you know, and I'm not going to deal with these people. I'm not going to deal with uh, people who disrespect my energy. So the situation with the woman getting killed, where the guy hit her with the uh, skateboard, where the where uh, the girl going on, getting thrown in the trash can, those are all unfortunate circumstances on very bad things that happen. And my condolences, and I wish nothing happened to him. That's why we as Black men have to protect all Black women, protect our sisters as if they were our own sisters. At the end of the day, we have to protect them. We have to love upon them. And hopefully, once we start doing a better job as Black men, they can start feeling that love and not feel as abandoned, as left out against the world as they do now. So that that's all I have to say about that. You know, when I seen that video of that girl, I, I, I'm assuming she was she had a little drug issue, the mm -hmm. girl in DC. Yeah. The one that got thrown in the dumpster. I it seemed like she had a little drug issue, but what really disgusted me between that video and the video I posted on IG of the young dude with the do-rag that, that hit the girl, it's the energy that I heard in the background. That threw me off. That pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. Like you throwing this girl in the dumpster, you y'all laughing at her. This man, this man hit this girl. Your partner's in the back laughing because mm -hmm. you hit her. That's the type of energy right there. That's just like brothers, brothers, yeah. brothers. What y'all got going on here? Mm -hmm. Like. No, no black, uh, no male leaders. They not they not being held accountable. Yeah, and again, she. I'm like I'm only twenty seven. I'm about I'm about damn near thirty. Like, I got my nephews. They my nephews. They they like my little brothers because they're mm -hmm. young. You know what I mean. If if their father don't want to teach them, at least it could be my job. To tease them, be like, "Hey, this is what you do with a female. Like, don't do that with a female. Mm -hmm. Do this with a female. Like everything too is by example. You know what I'm saying? Because even when you look at females, like if their dad, if their dad was in their life and they treated their mom a certain way, that's what she's gonna be expecting. That's what she's gonna be looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, man. Now if if, if, even if you even if you had a positive male role model in your life, even from a guy perspective, you should be like, man, I, I want I want to be like him because I see how I see how he treat my mom, I, I see how he treat my aunt right here, I, I see how this dude treat this lady right here. This, this is this is step this is this is like a second third marriage and you treating her good. And it don't matter that 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 example can set a long way. Now if you've been around. If you've been around negative, you've been around just no type of positive male role model, of course. Stuff like this, throwing girls in the dumpster, of course that's funny to you. Mm -hmm. You, like, guys, all due respect to my man Future. Future is not a role model. Right. Because some of y'all be, some of y'all be eating on to his words. Be like, yeah, he, like, Future said, Future said, 
fly the girl out, but don't pay for her to go back home. Y'all be quoting future like this man is Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just be looking like, why? <laughs> what you like? Future is not somebody you want to look up to. No disrespect to him. Like I, I, I know Future's track record. You know, you know, but, mm -mm. but we want to just protect our sisters better. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say a small piece off of what you, what you said because I do believe it starts at home. And it also is what we teach our people in the media. Like you, you have nephews, I have nephews too. And what they see is what they emulate. I remember early in the 2000s, we had this very toxic, you know, we don't love these hoes, we not getting married, disrespect women is cool. Mm -hmm. And we've since have done better where we're like, okay, men, black love is this, black love is that, where we should represent. And I know we've made strides to do better and I've seen men do better. And as far as the future thing, there are some men who make jokes at it, but the issue with that is there are too many who take it seriously. Yeah. There are too many who really take his word seriously. And that that's not where we're at. So we're supposed to have strong role models. Like there are men who don't have, you know, male role models in the house, male figures in the house. And it's just like, when you have only women in a house, they tend to have women tendencies. Same with uh, women when they don't have a uh, when they don't have a uh, mother in the house. They tend to have more manly tendencies. And at the end of the day, what I'm getting at is it all depends on how you raised and the role models in your life. Because if you have men telling you and leading you where to go, telling you how to treat a woman, how to hold yourself respect, how to hold yourself accountable, how to hold your head up high and lead, do everything a man's supposed to be doing, you're gonna act like a man. If you're around a bunch of guys who don't know how to treat women, who don't know how to do this, do that, disrespect, you're gonna be a bum. So it's at the end of the day on both sides of the spectrum, for women, for men, how you're raised is how you uh, are going to end up at life. But at the end of the day, once you're old enough, you know better, you do better. It's up to you to change your ways. You say, hmm, this isn't working. I don't like how this is. Let's come together, try to figure out and learn from each other how to fix it. You know, I, I got a question for you now that we're on the topic of um, uh, like feet, just protecting black females. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're on this topic. Right? I got two questions for you. Okay. Number one, the word toxic, it, mm -hmm. it blows my soul. But, and I see a lot of sisters brag mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you, why, since when did, when did, you know, we, we, we talking about protecting black, we talk, we talk about protecting sisters, we talking about uplifting sisters, supporting sisters. But then I'm seeing sisters talking about it's something about toxic men. It's mm -hmm. like they praise toxic men. Like, what, what, what's going on with this? We already uh, in a we already in an uphill battle trying to like uplift y'all, but yet the people that y'all that, that's giving us a bad name, you guys are praising so much. And that example, it has to do with how they race. You know, they didn't have 
like you said, they didn't have male figures in their life. They didn't have a father in their life. A lot of times they have daddy issues where you don't have someone showing you how to lead. And there are men out there who is like, okay, I'm going to take my daughter. I'm going to show her how a man's supposed to treat her. So those are the type of women who usually have standards. And that's what it comes down to, how women are raised and how she's raised, how she treated and usually when you don't have that male figure in life, you're out there trying to look for it. So any kind of attention you get from these guys who don't know how to treat a woman, you think that's how you're supposed to be treated. So you think disrespect, you think, you know, misogyny, you think all this bad stuff is love because it equals attention. And that's not what it is. It's all attention, not good attention. And you have to decipher it that as a woman you have to grow now i already don't like this notion of nice guys finish last mm-hmm. i don't like i don't like i already don't like that whole that whole phrase that whole statement right there but my question to you is this i hear a lot of i hear and it's, it's, i hear a lot of sisters talking about, i hear a lot of sisters say it too I always hear them say, "There's no good men left." I'm too like, oh, he's too, he's too nice. Something, he's too nice. Something wrong with him. He trying to like he he got hidden agendas because he's too nice. But oh, when y'all do when y'all do find a nice dude, you be like, "Oh, he's a nice guy. Let me go ahead and take advantage of." Him. So my question to you is this. Why is it that you hear these sisters, you, that you hear them say, oh, there's no nice dudes left, and you say nice guys finish last? Um, th- I can't answer that with the same answer as the last question. And I will add on to this. Usually women kind of, you know, want to have their fun. They want to go and live life and have their best life and do their things, you know, with the bad guy. and with the guy who's not good for them. And once they reach a certain point in life, they want to settle, quote unquote, settle for a guy who knows how to treat them. That doesn't appeal to all women. We know that. Mm-hmm. But for the ones we talk about, that's generally how it goes. And that goes back to what I said about the last question is how you're raised. Uh, as far as being nice, um, that that's subjective you know, what a nice guy is. I don't know what a nice guy is. I know a man who's supposed to treat a woman, but I don't know exactly what a nice guy entails. Maybe someone, you know, who's overtly nice and trying to, you know, get a position or feels like because they treat you a certain way, you're obligated to be their uh, girlfriend. That's not Mm -hmm. cool. But as far as men who are respectful and who will, you know, treat you how you're supposed to be treated. With those guys, I'm going I'm to finish with saying this. With those guys, uh, they're basically like, okay, I'm going to show you how you're supposed to be treated. If you don't, if this not your cup of tea, I'm out. You know, but that's generally it. And, and, and this goes back to when I say, when we, we talking about protecting black females, but it also at the same time, we gotta protect the brothers too, because yeah, 
it's been like it's it's literally it's literally females out here that get a joy out of breaking up relationships. It's females that get a joy out of that. Like, oh, I could take your man, it's nothing. I'm sitting there looking like, wait a minute. And fellas, I understand, like, you know, I understand like you giving you, you know, temptation, you're not supposed to give in the temptation. But as a as a female, you understand this. Instead of instead of you trying to break up something happy because of your own personal issues, mm-hmm. why would you look at it and say, you know what, I like how he treat my friend. That's the type of dude I want. Instead yeah. of you trying to go behind your friend back and trying to steal him mm-hmm. from your friend though. Yeah, a lot a lot of this has to do with personal issues. That's really at the end of the day, it has to do with personal issues. Um I I will throw women an olive branch when I say when they deal with certain guys, they're boring because even I can see it when they deal with certain guys and they don't want to date them. You know, some guys are boring. You know, it's some I can see. But at the end of the day, you just say, okay, no, we don't want anything. And it's up to that guy to be able to say, okay, she doesn't want me. I can move on. And at the end of the day, that's it is what it is. There are 7 billion people in the world. And I say this all the time. There are 7 billion people in this world, almost 8 billion people. Why are you chasing after this one person like they're the only person left? This isn't World War Z. This isn't the last of us. You got plenty of options. If you don't look at per- people in America, look at people all over the world. There are so many people out here you can choose from. And it's not the end of the world for you to sit up here and lose your mind. And if you're rejected, hit people with skateboards and throw people in trash cans. That's something you need to be checked out about. You know? So that that's basically it on my part. I, I ain't got none notes. Yeah, I'm going to finish with this one, too, and it's real short. Men, check your friends. Check your family members. Stand up to them. We not taking this. We respecting women. And this is not a saying we really doing this. If your friend says something misogynistic, your friend does something you don't like, or try to, you know, kiki and say something like that, tell them straight up. Just because that's your man, it don't matter how long y'all been friends. It don't matter how long y'all been cool. Tell them straight up. We not rocking like that. Facts. Nah, yeah, hell no. Tired of seeing that, man. Like, like I, I get we all got male tendencies. I understand right. that. But come it's all on, about man. respect. Yeah, it's respect at the end of the day. Like no more cat calling, none of that. Yeah. Throw all that out the window. We we're not doing what uh the OGs doing back in the day. It's a new day, it's a new era, and we respect the women on all sides of the platform. Facts. But that that's all I got to say about that. I'll say I'm all tapped out, man. I w- I will finish with this though. Uh to wrap everything up, I'm gonna tell you like this. Reputation is everything. If you wanna be a CEO, you wanna be a boss, own up to everything. Uh enjoy the music that J. Cole and No Name put out, but let's get back to the mission of black equality. And also we are protecting our sisters. Both Sir Funkiness, me, Aaron Fonacetti. You know, for me, him, we grew up around women. I come from a family of women. So for me, it was about learning how to treat women from a first-person perspective. And I had male figures in my life all throughout my life. So I know how to lead from a male perspective. I'm covered from all angles. So when it comes to 
really pointing out certain things we don't like, both me and Sir Funkiness, we're going to tell you straight how it is. And I'm going to end it with that. Like I said, man, I, I mean, I don't, at this point, I don't, I don't have nothing else to say. Cause you know, man, like my thing is observation, like observing observation, especially me doing security. That's why I, I had this, this, this good skill set of, yeah. It's about what you observe and it's about what you see, you know. You just be like I have seen things growing up that you just be like, nah, you I I I I can't treat a lady like that. Yeah, especially yeah. if you come from a black woman, like what are you doing? You know, so most of my life most of my life I, I'm I, I got it I got it down pat. Especially mm-hmm. of course me going in my thirties now. I had to learn on my own. Majority yeah. of my life I had to learn on my own how to like the dating part. Like the, I, I had to learn all that, the day part, the treating a lady right part. I had to learn all that on my own. And again, experience, elementary school, middle school, high school, just life in general now. You know, you know, I, like I said, I protect, I protect sisters, even though sisters have played me over the years. You yeah. know, that, I'm not going to turn my back because of what maybe one or two maybe have done over the years. That don't, that don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they still they still sisters. I still want to see them climb that ladder of success, man. Right. That's a tough mode, funkadelic dude. Black women, black men, let's come together. Let's not get distracted. Let's not let the enemy get in our way. We are in this together. If people don't want to believe it, hey, that's on them. But all I'm here to tell you is we in this together. We got your back, women. Women got our back. 100% man and I think that's about the end of the show right here guys peace we're gonna go ahead and close it out it's your boy from with Della Jones and it's your boy Aaron from the city and we are out of here man we see y'all next week peace